Hello, welcome to Brain Talks. This is a podcast brought to you by Brainwave Teen Psychology. This week, we are going to be discussing relationships. Um, So I think the first thing we wanted to talk about was how social media affects dating um, and how much it like truly changes our perspectives on relationships. Um, Do you guys want to start? Or I can start. Or... Um, I think in terms of social media affecting today's dating culture, I think a lot of it has to do with certain dating apps and websites like Tinder, obviously. And I feel like a lot of that has led to um, hookup culture today because um, with social media, it's much easier to like, just find someone within your like distance and just to like um to like hang out or like hook up basically even if it isn't a serious relationship so I feel like because of this um dating nowadays isn't seen seen as something that's like super serious or official and it like kind of promotes this idea of you can like just find anyone today within your like radius without any actual strings being attached so I just feel like that's how dating culture today is like I think in terms of social media like especially with Instagram people glamorize their relationships and we see the best part of people's lives and I think that that's why a lot of people sometimes feel lonely like when they see you know, relationship TikToks and Instagram posts, people feel so lonely because, you know, you see the best parts of someone's relationship and you don't really understand that, you know, there are those sad and hard times that people don't post. So, yeah. I agree with that um, a lot. Uh, Another thing that I wanted to mention is there's like this whole thing on social media right now that glamorizes and makes relationships look like something really easy uh which they're not I'm in like a more long-term relationship right now and in all honesty there are days that it is very difficult not difficult like I still I still love it like I still enjoy it but it is difficult and and social media really doesn't make it seem like that there is this whole like idea right now that like you ever see those like posts on like TikTok or something that's like, oh my God, your your partner did blah, blah, blah. It is something simple. Like it like something small where it's like- Yeah, basically the bare minimum. Well, no, it's like, well, kind of. Um, but like they do something small that's bad and then it's like, oh, you need to break up with them right now. Oh yeah. Because of like something small, like, oh, they didn't do the dishes or something like that which is so weird because like when you're in a relationship, it's a whole other human being. Like they have their flaws too. You're never going to find somebody that perfectly like just is perfect. Like it's not going to happen because you yourself aren't perfect. So how can you expect your partner to be perfect? So like, I think social media kind of gives us, I don't know if you could just share my ringer. Um, I think social media kind of gives us this thing of like, if it's broke, don't fix it just break up with them and find somebody new because you deserve better which obviously you deserve a lot like you deserve to be happy but I think social media kind of 
sets the unrealistic expectation that like it doesn't require work and you can just that you'll definitely find somebody who doesn't have any flaws and won't cause any that like like you can't expect there to be flaws in a relationship that's what it makes it seem yeah I agree with that oh um, sorry but like what Hattie said um I remember seeing this TikTok where it's like um, when you're finally in a stable relationship, but then TikTok starts promoting like all of these bad reasons to your like your girlfriend and that like kind of convinced her to think that something's actually wrong with your relationship. So I think like social media apps like TikTok kind of like try to um, promote like the negative aspects of a relationship and like kind of convince people that oh no something might actually be wrong in your perfectly normal and fine relationship you're just like not seeing it like no this thing the certain thing that they're doing is actually a red flag even though it really isn't so I can see exactly how yeah I just, want, I just want to agree and I um, feel like also yeah. on the flip side of that there's like people also glamorize like the bad parts of relationships sometimes like people like say they want toxic relationships or for example, like people will say Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce or Offset cheated on Cardi B, but they're still a power couple. And they lower their standards because they see things in the media that's like, oh, he cheated on her, but they're still happy. So I can accept this for myself. So I think that social media can also push people to lower their standards and like glamorize toxic relationships. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it like really depends on the relationship. Honestly, I don't think I could stay with somebody if they cheated, but I know that there are people who like have something in their relationship where they can. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree. I think it like makes people be like, oh, Beyonce's doing this. Beyonce's like the best person in the world. I should do what Beyonce's doing. And right. it's just, it it can be really harmful. Um, and another thing I wanted to mention with like, uh, Rhea, you mentioned this with like the TikTok post where it's like making you think, oh, like, like, oh, it like made their girlfriend like completely freak out. There are, um, I just wanted to mention like two relationship focused disorders that are not really talked about, um, but relationship anxiety and relationship OCD are both uh, disorders that are focused on relationships and seeing posts like that can like completely like basically just trigger somebody into freaking out about their relationship. I've definitely like suffered with relationship anxiety. Um, just and so like seeing posts like that can be like harmful. I'm not saying like, well, honestly, I don't think those posts really do anybody any good to like make people freak out that their boyfriends are like secretly have a bunch of red flags um but like I think that I don't know also just those disorders should be talked about more because they are very common and they don't really like they're not talked about a lot yeah I think there should be like more awareness toward like relationship anxiety and like um people's fears in general when it just comes to being in a relationship I feel like um, I know a lot of people who have like commitment issues 
and so I've kind of like dealt with some of those people and um it's just yeah I feel like there's a lot of factors that like can ultimately um lead up to someone um like being afraid to be in a relationship or like start to see um um they're like how they originally viewed relationships like just starts to change and everything so yeah I think it's definitely something that should be discussed more um I wanted to uh bring up one of the other topics that me and Rhea came up with which well Rhea came up with it which was um expectations and realities of dating an example that she gave was um uh, the movie 500 days of summer which honestly that is such a good movie and does a pretty good job of explaining it um I mean I don't really like the the point of view that we see that movie from because his point of view is kind of toxic but um but what do you guys think about that like how movies and the media portrays relationships how does that affect how you experience them and see them um, for anyone else who hasn't watched 500 Days of Summer, baby, basically the premise of the movie is about this guy named Tom, and then he meets this girl named Summer, and um, Summer basically does, they both like each other, but Summer basically doesn't want to be in a serious relationship, so they, like, both agree to um, just have a casual relationship, which, like, Tom, obviously, um, because he's so interested in Summer, he, like, agrees to at first but um later on you can kind of start to see um why their relationship was never really meant to work out and I remember in the movie Summer mentioned this really good point it was really heart-wrenching but it was like a really good point and um she basically said after Tom and her um stopped like seeing each other she met this other guy and um it worked out with, for her and um, she basically told him that she, one day she woke up and realized what she was never sure of with Tom and um, which was really hard to hear but like it's honestly the reality of relationships because just because you have this idea of someone and like idolize of someone doesn't mean that they're the right person for you or it was just because some someone's gonna like sudden all of a sudden change for you just because you think it's gonna work out. That's how I viewed the movie. I mean, as someone who hasn't really watched the movie but has seen a lot of media with a lot of romantic relationships and stuff, it's really over romanticized love for me to the point that I don't really know what a healthy relationship in real life is supposed to look like because all I see are those cute relationships like from to all the boys I've loved before Heartstopper and others so it makes it a lot harder for me to actually get into any kind of relationship so that's kind of why I've stayed off the dating game there are other reasons, but that's one of them. I um, One of the ways that I personally think that the media uh, have, like, gives like a harmful view of relationships is, like, yes, they do show hard, like, some of the hard times, like, oh, if they show fights and stuff, 
but they don't really like ever talk about how it is not constantly like butterflies and love like that was one of the really hard part hard I said hard farts um <laughs> hard parts for me about being like in like currently being in my first long-term relationship is realizing that you don't constantly have butterflies every day like it you don't constantly feel a sense of like it like it doesn't feel like when you see your crush in the hallway every single day because like that's not really what love is like and that's something that like um the media really doesn't show at all like being in love is just having like this person is your best friend and like it it's something like sure you don't have butterflies every day but it's still it's still love and that's not like I had a lot of issues that's where a lot of my relationship anxiety came from was I was like terrified I was like do I not actually like do I not love him like why don't I have butterflies every time I kiss him like what is wrong with me and after talking to a lot of my friends who are in relationships and like to my mom and stuff like they were all like no like this is entirely normal it's just that's not the way that the world makes it seem like it's almost not shamed but just not at all talked about how like love is not constant butterflies and I think that that's pretty harmful for people yeah I completely agree on that point it's also with the butterflies feeling that's more of an infatuation or a crush I feel like there's a fine line between having a crush on someone to actually being in love to actually being in a relationship and I feel like that kind of difference and I guess mentality shift isn't really talked about and it should be because otherwise it leads to a bunch of relationship anxiety as you said or just relationships ending when they really don't need to they're like um it definitely does lead to like a bunch of relationships ending because there are multiple stages of a relationship that's something that a lot of like um psychologists can agree on typically it starts with the honeymoon phase and then it like shifts into other different types and trying to remember them um right now uh but like they're not really again they're not really talked about um but there's like the euphoric stage that's the honeymoon stage and then it's like early attachment then they call it like the crisis stage and the deep deep attachment stage and like those are really not talked about um at all and I think that like it really can harm people when they don't realize like like that it's entirely normal to like for the honeymoon stage to end and for you to not just feel like constant sense of like Trisha said infatuation with your partner um yeah um adding to on onto what the both of you guys said I think um I also agree with how um Hattie perceives love and what it's like um but Basically, I think that over time, your love is just supposed to, like, develop, you know? There's, like, a certain feeling when you, like, love your parents and love your friends, and but when in, in a relationship, there's also um, getting to know each other first, and then eventually um, 
reaching a certain point where you're like realize that all the time you spent together and like understanding each other that's really what defines your relationship and how you like know that you actually love this person because I feel like why a lot of um you know like those middle school relationships everyone gets into or like those not so serious relationships um a lot of them uh usually begin because of this certain infatuation but then over time you just kind of realize that you didn't really like them the way you thought you did or like the honeymoon stage kind of like wears off and like the first like its original peel just isn't what you thought it was like out to be so I think um to really be in love with someone it's just kind of like getting to know each other and like your progression and growth as a like relationship so I think that's really important and gets really overlooked nowadays I want to um I know I talked about it like a teen student before but there is something it's called relationship OCD which is a uh, relation it well it's basically exactly what it sounds like it's OCD that the focus is on relationships and that is a disorder that can make it really really hard for people in relationships to kind of um un- not understand but grasp the non media filled idea of romance which honestly I think that the way that love is portrayed in tv shows and movies makes it a lot worse but um what basically a relationship OCD can do is make people have like complete breakdowns over the idea that they don't love their partner because they don't get butterflies and they don't get like not a constant a fuzzy feeling when they see their partners and that is something that some people do continue having throughout their full relationships I don't really know anybody like that like I don't think any of my parents friends have that um but it is possible for some people but um I do think it's really interesting how uh ROCD has become kind of a more common disorder uh as media has become like a bigger and more important part of our lives so I just thought that might be interesting to bring up. Um, I think it's like really interesting to learn about ROCD because um, I had I hadn't heard about it before, but like now after like listening to what Hattie said and like kind of reading up on it, um, I can see how it really affects current relationships nowadays, and I feel like. Um, I totally understand like not feeling butterflies after a while when you're like talking to a certain person because like um like based on my own personal experience I like have experienced that happening and it has really made me question whether I genuinely like this person and um like adding on to what Lanessa said about like toxic relationships I think um a lot of people uh, the reasoning for why they still continue to stay in those toxic relationships is I think it's because there's a fear of being lonely and missing out by not being in a relationship. I just feel like a lot of people are genuinely scared to be alone and like continue to stay in these really bad relationships because you can still boast about, oh, I'm in a relationship, so I must be super happy and I must be like 
I must still be doing well because um, I'm able to maintain, still maintain a relationship, even though it might not be healthy. And um, it has like, can negatively affect the people in the relationship. So I think there's just like this real fear of not wanting to miss out on anything and like what having a partner is like. And yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with that. As someone who has a lot of friends and relationships and stuff, and they have all like these cute memories and really sweet stories and all that, it makes you feel so alone sometimes. And I really had to come to terms with myself of it's okay not to be in a relationship. There are reasons that you may not want to be in a relationship just now. So that was one thing that really kind of threw me off at the beginning of high school and stuff. But I've thankfully come to terms with it and realized, you know what, it's okay to not be in a relationship. And it's fine. I agree with that. And I also think that that's why it's important to love yourself before you get into a relationship and spend time with yourself and know that you're enough and you don't need anyone else to make you feel good or anyone else to make you feel happy and that even when you're by yourself you can still be happy and you won't be lonely I I agree that like it is really important to um to like be okay with yourself before getting into a relationship because obviously you don't want to put that pressure on to somebody else but I do just, like, I, I do agree with that for the most part. Um, but I also want to say that growing with somebody, if you do truly love them, is, like, I don't know how to say it. Not, like, mind-blowing, but, like, it is an entirely different experience that can make you grow in ways you didn't even know. Um, which is one of the things I think people don't really talk about is, like, um, like, because people do often say like oh you shouldn't get into a relationship if you like if you're not happy with yourself which again I do agree with to a certain point um okay um but um I do think that like uh growing with somebody that you love and loves you can be really healthy if done properly because there are definitely people who um can make it turn into something really really unhealthy but there is like a, a line between that which like obviously there's a line between everything like you like some people who have relationship OCD probably are in um abusive relationships but like that actually is a fear for a lot of people with ROCD is that they're like secretly in an abusive relationship but they don't know about it because it's such a like I don't know you have so many irrational thoughts about it um I totally lost my train of thought I'm, I'm just rambling now um um I totally agree that growth is really important in a relationship and um I feel like it's really overlooked nowadays because I remember reading something online where um someone was like the reason their relationship didn't work out was because she wanted to grow grow with him and then he just wanted to like grow old with her and um I think 
like just growth in general um a lot of people tend to overlook it and like their own insecurities or like things they have to like internal struggles and later on realize that because they hadn't sorted it out before being in a relationship it kind of like tends to affect them later on and I also want to talk about um today's dating culture especially like for like just high schoolers and like people around our age demographic but I feel like before you get into a relationship now there has to be a talking stage and uh, I think the talking stage is really um it's just kind of like up in the air it's like you never really know if you're actually going to get into a relationship with this person so you could just be like talking for like um who knows how many months and still not be in a serious relationship and um I feel like it's just like a lot of people kind of like brag and boast about talking to so many people in like such a short span of time and I know like some people from our school who are just like oh I talked to like like this many girls and like um these few like this certain amount of time and I just kind of think that's like not something to like brag about you know it just kind of like shows that you're not really um interested or able to commit to actually having a serious relationship and yeah I just think like the talking stage is just really weird honestly I agree I hate talking stage I think it's really weird and I don't know where it came from because it was totally not a thing for our parents generation like they would like start with like either being friends or like going on a date and then they would be dating but now it kind of I don't know I it it's so weird to me that there's this whole like stage that almost seems like a requirement for relationships now like because it's weird like I don't even know what the rules of it like what are the rules of it? it's like oh you get to know each other before you it just seems like not like a, well, yeah actually kind of like a waste of time like if you find somebody attractive you should like I don't know yeah I, I fully agree with Rio and saying that like it just seems like there's you're it's like lacking commitment or care for the person that you're talking to it seems almost like leading somebody on because there's no like commitment there yeah and there are so many blurred lines it's so confusing it's like what are the rules what do we do can I do this can I not do this and before it was like you get to know someone while you're dating that's the point of dating but now it's just an excuse to not like be loyal to someone and to commit to someone and I think that that's also a big issue in our generation committing it's like oh we're young so we don't want to commit I think that that's a big issue yeah I feel like in talking there's like when you're talking to someone you kind of also have to establish certain things that you should be establishing if you're in a relationship but like one if you like kind of leave the talking stage ambiguous certain people kind of feel like oh just because we're talking it doesn't mean that I'm like we're gonna be in a serious relationship so I can talk to several other people while I'm talking to you so that's just kind of like um it's usually like basically leading someone on to think that something's gonna eventually happen when it really doesn't so I feel like that's like definitely one of the flaws of the talking stage and um I mean if you do like 
um, agree that um, that when you're talking, you shouldn't be talking to other people. It's still um, really confusing for both partners because I think that um, if you like someone, you should basic you should end up finding out. You should basically learn all the thing. Learn every time. You should basically learn with each other and like go on about it. Cause like I remember watching the show and and the like two main leads of the show didn't have a talking stage or anything. They just went into like dating and they both said that dating while they're dating they're still going to have to learn everything about each other and they're going to be able to grow while finding out new things about each other that they didn't know so like they both like reaffirm that they're both committed to be in a relationship and that even though they don't know everything about each other right now growing and like learning about each other is a part of it which I feel like a lot of people want to do like a part of like that's something a lot of people try to force to happen while they're talking to someone and if it doesn't like work out when they're talking to them um they're just kind of like oh I don't like this part about you so I'm just not going to actually commit to being in a relationship with you so that's just how I see it it feels like almost like disrespectful to me to not commit to to somebody like that like you guys are still putting in emotional and romantic energy into each other you should like respect each other enough to make it official because also like I don't know like if there are rules I don't know there are yeah there are no actual rules to it but if like you make a rule that's like oh we're only gonna talk to each other that's basically dating like if you are only talking to each other and it is romantic like that's basically dating just without the the title or the label which I can understand disliking labels but like it just feels like a really weird way to do it um but yeah I definitely think like growing in a relationship is honestly really fun like it's one of the best parts about it to me like getting to know somebody and like being there for somebody and loving somebody is one of the most satisfying and fulfilling feelings, at least to me, it might not be to some people. Um, and it just feels like when you're only in the talking stage, you're missing out on something that's so great just because it might be fear, but it also might be like societal standards now because now it feels like we have to have this talking stage before actually getting into a relationship. Yeah, I agree. I like really don't know when the talking stage come up came up, but like now it's just kind of like it's just like really sad to see um some of my friends so affected by the talking stage and like even though you're just talking, it really does affect some people, like even though it's not a serious relationship or like you never like made it official, people still get affected by things that like go on during the talking stage because you're based it's basically a relate you're it's basically a relationship and um it's just like a relationship and it's kind of like um if you guys don't end up in a relationship together later on it's kind of like you disregard the other person's feelings and they're just kind of like oh yeah I just like you did 
this certain thing to me. So now I just like really can't see it like working out for us in the future. So it's just really weird, honestly. I just Googled it because I was curious. Um, I just like Googled like when is when did the talking stage become a thing? And the first article that comes up is what is the talking stage? It's the new form of dating torture by Glamour magazine, which is a really funny way to phrase it because I do think it is just entirely dating torture. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we only have like just under two minutes left, uh, just under three minutes left. Um, I think that this was a really good one. Is there anything you guys want to say to like wrap it up before we finish? Um, in our like final two minutes, I think that um, relationships just take a lot of time to cultivate and grow with each other and like grow, yeah, grow with each other. And um, I just think that before you start pursuing your relationship, um, you should like think about where you are as a person and um, know that um, loving yourself really is an important part before you um, you enter a relationship. So I think that that's really beneficial, but um, to not overthink and that if it's um, through like getting to know each other more and if it's really meant to be, it'll like work out and to not stress so much because like, I feel like everyone has a person for them. I agree. I just think like, you know, go with it. Don't take it too seriously, but also take the other person's feelings seriously. Don't get into a relationship if you don't, if you don't think you can handle like being there for somebody else that god knows when at two in the morning like you need to be ready to to be there for people but also like again it's love it's supposed to be fun thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of brain talks once again this is brought to you by brainwave teen psychology be sure to follow us on all of our social medias you can follow us on instagram at brainwave psych and on tiktok at brainwave psychology Thank you guys again for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.